Greg Al Hammond. And I'm Phoebe Fowler. And we want to welcome you to the June 2023 episode of the In the Distance Oblivious Playlist podcast. Every month we pick 11 songs of pretty much any genre or any time period that we put into a changing Spotify playlist. This podcast will be an actual recording of the odd and ritual filled ceremony we go through each month to select those songs. Our podcast is never intended to be overly professional. It's basically unscripted. Just two random people sitting around talking about music and why we often like, but sometimes dislike, each other's music tastes. For background about the ceremony, the history of the playlist, and to hear comments about a few former playlist favorites of ours, we recommend listening to our intro episode if you haven't already done that. And if you like the type of music that we listen to, please enjoy our finished and ordered playlist by searching for In the Distance Oblivious on Spotify. If you have questions or comments, please get in touch with us by email at music at itdo.name. Once again to the In the Distance Oblivious podcast for June 2023. Here, as always, are the lovely Phoebe Fowler and I'm Big Al Hammond. We're back home again this month in the OML studios, complete with all of our usual gear, including torches, wigs, headdresses, the I Heart My Dad bibs, etc., etc. As always, we have the rattle of the each song, The Chicken of Feats, to commemorate the decantation of bourbon, the chime of Thelonious to mark our correct picks, the Bieberator to mark whatever the Bieber, that's what I said, the Bieberator seems appropriate for, and of course Frank, the primate of all-star supremacy. As always, we come in having submitted 10 songs to each other previously. You can find the links of those submissions in our show notes. Now we're going to take turns narrowing those 20 songs down, first to 10, and then to the 11 songs that will actually become the finished playlist. I'm going to start off the ceremony by picking one of Phoebe's songs. This is All the Reaching Trims by Daniel Romano from his album he released in 2018, Finally Free. I've got to ask, why did you pick this song? I kind of went back and forth with this one, as we often do. I think the first time I listened to your songs, I liked it a lot. And then I kind of like, I kind of got a little annoyed with it, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Is it his voice? I think it's partly the voice, but I also think maybe it's, it feels slightly contrived almost. Mm -hmm. A little like, just sort of self-important right but then the more i listened to it i, I kind of didn't care <laughs> kind of just I, believe it yeah. i kind of just <laughs> bought it you know? yeah i get that i really I, like the lyrics in this it's a smart he's a smart songwriter a smart lyricist i think he knows what he's doing and we've heard him some before yes connected to someone that was either in the playlist or someone we submitted yeah, I, can't I remember. still haven't been. He's able to not find been in the playlist, is. but no. we've, we've there's some connection with somebody. We have crossed somewhere. his path before. Right. Do you remember where you found this song? This was on my. I found this song on my Discover Weekly. Mm-hmm. I want to say, a few months ago, 
He's sort of always slightly on my radar. Like he'll come up in something that I'm mm-hmm. listening to. He's not somebody that I listen to much, though. No. I don't think I've actually ever intentionally listened to him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Something about this song just. It feels hypnotic almost, and I'm Very wrapped so. up in it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good video to this uh, with him playing solo electric guitar, playing and singing in a men's room. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> worth it's worth a watch. I think next you're going to pick one of my songs. I am. I don't think I saw this one coming. Yeah. <laughs> this is. I didn't either, honestly. This is Paula Nelson, daughter of the famous Willie Nelson, singing one of her dad's songs, Pretend I Never Happened. Uh, this is a single released from this year. I have to say, I love this. Like, initially, I listened to it, and it kind of just. I don't know. I didn't really catch on to it at first. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, you know, this is actually really catchy. Yeah. This feels like a good country song, and then I couldn't get out of my head. She's got a serious voice, yeah, too, right? she does. And they didn't, they haven't been doing songs together, right? You know, I'm not, not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I know that somebody in his family is often in his touring band, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's her. Yeah, when I first found this song, I really loved it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, oh, this is definitely... Okay, Why? I think just the strength of her singing, mm-hmm. you know? like Her I, singing definitely does make this song for me. I, I buy it. Yeah. You know? like, and then I kind of got, I won't say I got sick of it, but I think some other things eclipsed it in mm-hmm. my head. You had some really good ones this month. Thank you. It wasn't fair. I was, I was happy. <laughs> she seems like an interesting character, though. I, I, I read that in 2014, she was arrested for possession of marijuana while on tour in Texas, <laughs> briefly jailed, and... Police had originally stopped her tour bus for speeding, but then when they found out she was Willie Nelson's daughter, that apparently was probable cause to search the bus for drugs. That Um, doesn't seem fair. No. no. (laughs) In some ways, you get an easy ride for being a celebrity's daughter, but when you're Willie Nelson's daughter, that probably comes with some baggage with the cops. so. (laughs) So next up, I'm going to pick one of my songs. You like this one? I love this one. I do too. This is Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway with a cover of the Jefferson Airplane song, White Rabbit. This release was a single from 2023. It's just so joyful and fun. It is. You know? And that's, I mean, that's what the song is, in my opinion. Well, it's a weird song. I mean, it's it's all about drugs and the drug culture and right. the toll that the drug culture takes. But it's also strange and, and kind of psychedelic and ridiculous. <laughs> and and when you see the video from this, you mm-hmm. will you will you will get an additional dose of ridiculousness. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <laughs> the video is wonderful. There's uh, her band. I think they're think they're performing maybe backstage at a music festival and they're all in costume she (laughs) molly is the queen of hearts Mm -hmm. there's alice there's someone dressed 
as a giant insect, but also <laughs> might be, I don't know. And there's also a strange person as the white rabbit sort of dancing around Can't with, forget for the no white reason rabbit. in the background. Right? I have a quote from Molly Tuttle. Uh, quote, I have loved the story of Alice in Wonderland since I read the book as a kid and played the Queen of Hearts in my school play. I chose to cover White Rabbit back in the fall of 2020 for a live stream of songs by San Francisco Bay artists. Grace Slick of the Jefferson Airplane is from Palo Alto, California, just like me. And the song gives me the nostalgic feeling of growing up, but recording it also pushed my band forward into new territory musically. It's the first song I've arranged, produced, and recorded from the ground up with the members of the band that I've been on the road with all year. So That's even more impressive that exactly. she arranged this. Yeah. It feels bluegrassy, but it also feels a little <laughs> psychedelic. Yeah, you know? that's really Which cool. Which kind of what the song wants, yeah. right? I admit that I was never a great fan of the original. For some reason, just felt over the top. The original? And, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this... There's definitely parts that are over the top, yeah. but there also has, like you said, like that joyful feeling in it that you just, yeah. you get wrapped up and you believe it. Yeah. yeah. This almost suits the song better. Yeah, definitely. You know what else I think? What do you think? I think it deserves a... Ah, lovely. I think it's time for you to pick one of your songs, right? It is indeed. This is Smog, I Feel Like the Mother of the World, released in 2005 from his album, A River Ain't Too Much Love. I love this song so much. <laughs> I love it too. I'm so yes. glad you picked it. He's so interesting. I can never tell, and I, I admit to not being a gigantic fan of his, but I can never tell whether a song of his is new or old. Like, <laughs> he kind of always has the same vibe. Mm -hmm. like, and yet the songs don't sound the same to me. Oh, and he definitely has such a distinct voice where you can run into that problem, I think. Yes, I agree. But somehow he writes these songs that just... And this was relatively early in his career. Mm -hmm. I forget when he started recording, but there's a, there's a video for this of him dressed up as a TV news anchorman. <laughs> And he's speaking, he's singing as though he were delivering the evening news. I could see as him as a TV, knowing what he looks like, I could see that. Right. And he looks incredibly young in this video. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, what, 18 years old? <laughs> uh, and I don't, I don't really even know how old he is. I have no idea. Yeah. He kind of has like one of those, that air about him. You know, But in this video, he looks like he's like 23. I kind of think that he's definitely an artist that flies under the radar. Speaking of flying. Is that time for bourbon? Chickens don't fly. <laughs> Do you remember why you picked this song over some other of his songs? Like what appealed to you about this particular one? I really like the lyrics. Mm -hmm. And just, it, it, for me, it took probably the fourth or fifth listen to really get it which happens whenever I'm listening to his music yeah. it kind of takes a little bit for me to get it and then it clicks for me I'm like whoa this guy's actually like really smart <laughs> he's so interesting too because it's like 
The lyrics are very sparse and lots of repetition. And he's almost like just talking through it yeah. with some music yeah. in the background. Yeah. It's and almost yet, spoken wordish, right? Right, yeah. but it's so interesting. And his weird little baritone voice. Yes, yeah. I love his voice. Yeah. I am often surprised, but probably shouldn't be, that I like smog as much as I do. That's totally fair. This is Neutral Milk Hotel, their song In the Aeroplane Over the Sea, album title In the Aeroplane Over the Sea, released in 1998. Why the heck was I not listening to this back then? Because it was not easy to find under the radar music back then. It wasn't. There, the internet existed, but not to the level and not to the findability. Right. Of Nobody was making like that kind of software to yeah. <laughs> and find music for you. Like you might that. be able to find tracks on the internet, but it mm -hmm. wasn't easy. I remember going into like music stores and picking something random because the album cover looked kind oh, sure. of cool yeah and you you know you go through them you like you play some samples and then like you pick one up and play the whole cd and yeah well the classic the classic when i was a kid was the the pink floyd album with the boobs on the cover right is that what you found oh yeah yeah i mean they, they, you and every boy your they, age they sold hundreds of thousands of albums just Man. based on, on on boobs on the cover they knew what they were doing right yeah but i love this why'd you pick it they're just wonderful. They have a they have a playful quality. They have a let's make it up as we go along quality. <laughs> yeah. They have a sort of absurdist quality, but they also like make cool, interesting, fun music that's just like Ah, uh, Frank. You know? Thank you for your input, Frank. Yes. Frank Frank loves this one too. And I could see Frank like I could see Frank with the headphones on. <laughs> kind of jamming jamming, out. jamming to Nutramilk Hotel, yeah. right? So that was the halfway point. Number well, six, I will be picking one of your songs. I look forward to that. I love that you picked this. Yay. <laughs> I, I, I had sort of mixed feelings about this, but I'm so happy this is in the playlist. Thank you. Thank yeah, that's you. exactly how I feel about this song. This is Farron with Ain't Life a Brook from her 1980 album, Testimony. I love this song so much. It's so beautiful. I thought you would Lyrics like it. in this. I thought just, you would like it, but I also thought maybe it would be too... Too awesome? <laughs> no, just sort of too... It's not splashy. It's not catchy. It's so beautiful, It's though. really beautiful. Yeah, I love stuff like this. Where did you find this? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, definitely on Spotify somewhere. It just came up in something. And this is a great example of like somebody from another era who is still around, still kicking it. Mm -hmm. There's a video I found of this that's just... When you listen to her sing this song recorded in 1980, it sounds like a thoughtful song by a thoughtful woman songwriter and smart lyrics, smart, thoughtful observations. But you watch her performing it, I think it was in 2022. That was a recent. Yeah. Uh, and she's an old lady, you know, she's <laughs> like, she's an old character. Uh, 
and her voice is not as supple and beautiful mm -hmm. but her voice is almost better for this song because it's <laughs> like she's she's not only a old older lady she's a wise she's a wise old woman you know and she's got some stories to tell you about her life and it's that much more poignant to me she just sounds like she's had a long hard life even in in, even even 20 yeah. 42 years ago yeah she does yeah yeah oh, it just makes me there's a wisdom in the song to begin with yeah. but i think when you hear it sung 42 years later it, it's even more poignant it's a beautiful song so that was six this is number seven i'm going to pick one of my songs I guess I should have seen this coming. You should have seen this coming. <laughs> you definitely should have seen this coming. This is The Roaches with their song One Season, also from a 1980 album release, LP release. The album was called Nerds, N-U-R-D-S. The Roaches are just so <laughs> near and dear to my heart. They are like, I, I can't tell you how much their music and their humor and their style meant to me at that point in my life. And they're so ahead of their time. They really are. Yeah. Even now. They they were the smart woman songwriter group with a dark sense of humor <laughs> before such a thing existed. <laughs> yeah, they're they've always sort of been the perfect combination of like quirky darkness with a mix of dysfunction mm -hmm. <laughs> and also just like wiltingly dry sarcastic sense of humor that's just I just eat that stuff up I do have to say yes this discordant notes mm -hmm. later in the song bothers me I can see why it bothers you I can see why it would bother any listener but that's one it's sort of that's sort of the point that it's singing about a dysfunctional relationship that is bothersome and like right. that's sort of that's sort of what they're trying to convey but also like as someone who likes to sing harmony and who has a little bit of a talent for singing harmony mm -hmm, you do thank you that is so freaking hard to sing i'm sure yeah. i'm sure it is right it's like you hear a harmony in your head and trying to sing against that mm -hmm. and trying to sing wrong. Right. Is you can really like go and get the green there. Yeah. It's like you keep wanting to self-correct yourself, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and it's like, and they, they keep it so under control. There's a video of this, uh, of them doing this live in concert. Um, I believe it's Terry Roach introduces the song by saying, it's a song about relationships where you're you're at the point past romance, but not quite to the point of pure hatred. <laughs> so warm and fuzzy feelings. Then. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, I saw the Roaches in concert in, I'm guessing like the mid to late '80s, and I'm pretty sure they recorded the song, or <laughs> I'm pretty sure they performed the song, because like I remember thinking, I wonder if they're going to do that song with like the really funky weird. <laughs> Uh, non-harmonic harmonies <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure they did I wouldn't won't absolutely swear to it but I love that you find these videos you know sometimes I think about 
seeing if I can scrounge up some videos for all of the songs that we submit. But it's kind of nice, like, being surprised a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. For me, it's fun finding videos like that, and I feel like that sort of helps me understand why I like the song and why I don't. But then mm -hmm. it's also sort of fun that you don't look at the videos, so you, one of us approaches <laughs> the songs having seen the videos, and one of the one of us approaches the songs having not seen the videos, which I think... I kind of like that. It's kind of like, yeah, maybe we should like keep it that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm making no promises, but it's working so that's far. That's fine, that's fine. Are you ready to pick your last song of dun, dun, your picks? Dun, 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 dun. This is Bandits by Midlake from their album The Trials of Van Occupanther, released in 2006. Again, where was I when this stuff was coming out? <laughs> I, I never, I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about this band. I don't know anything about the song. I know that it's got a fun and funky and odd album cover. The album cover is pretty cool. Yeah. And do you know where you found them? I believe this was on my Discover Weekly uh -huh. like a couple months ago. Yeah, I, I wasn't, really like it. Do you know anything about them? I wasn't able to find I much. Yeah, I couldn't find much about them either. Um, so I don't feel that badly then if you couldn't find anything. Good, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember whether there was a video for this one or not. I can't remember. What do you think of this song? I think it's really beautiful. I like. I kind of went back and forth on this one. At first, I think I liked it a lot, and mm -hmm. then it sort of got eclipsed by some other ones of yours. Uh, but I do like it. I think the voices are really beautiful. And it's just like, it's got a nice sort of energy to it. Yeah. You know? It just like feels... It makes me want to listen to more of it. It's very compelling. And I like the harmonies in it. The harmonies it's are really sweet. It's really beautiful. Yeah. I need more music like this in my I life. I need more music like this. And I would also like I would also like to know more about them, you know, like I believe they're still making music. And yet I've never heard of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's one reason why I love doing this playlist. Exactly. Right? Like we get to find music like this and Spotify does a pretty good job of sending music our way that it thinks we'll like. You know somebody who this band, and like, I don't know, this just popped into my head. You know who this band reminds me of ever so slightly? It's mm -hmm. the Autumn Defense. The Wilco side Whoa, project. Oh, yeah. Just because Definitely. it's like, it's not like super flashy, mm -hmm. but it's like a nice melody. It's like nice production. Yeah. It's like nicely You're crafted right. music that's like thoughtful and interesting. And it doesn't blow your pants off. Yeah, and it almost like flies under the radar a little Very bit. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Well, that was a good observation. Thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> just, every once in a while something pops into my head, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think next I'm going to pick number nine. Yep. Which will be my last pick, and it will be one of your songs. Pick the right one. This is Dreaming My Dreams With You Ugh. by Bria. I believe it was just a single released in 2021, so pretty recent. What a great song. <laughs> this is such a, like, it's such a dream. I love her voice in this. She's got kind of a Cat Power-esque almost thing going on, yep, right? definitely. And do you know, do you know the original? I don't. Really? I don't. Really? I feel like you're giving me a look I should. So, 
literally like pretty much everyone on the planet other than maybe you and maybe me have done a, have done a remake of this. <laughs> uh, oh, it's one of those then. <laughs> it kind of is. Uh, the version that I'm the most familiar with is, I think it was on the Trinity session, the Cowboy Junkies big mm-hmm. uh, thing. They, I can definitely see this being a Cowboy Junkies. It feels Cowboy Junkies-esque. It does. Uh, and they did a really interesting cowboy junkie-esque dark smoky mm-hmm. oh i'd love to hear version that. of it that's very and you know there's lots of strange acoustic guitar and maybe some accordion i don't remember yeah but it's it's great but but the definitive version apologies to anybody else who's ever covered this <laughs> but the definitive version will always be waylon waylon has that voice that he could he could overpower anybody in a 10 mile radius mm-hmm. But he, he holds it back. He he knows when to do it, and that's kind of what separates you from just a singer into an artist. Exactly. Yeah. You know when to take it up and when to pull it back. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'd love to hear that version now. <laughs> yeah. I think a whole seriously. I think a whole bunch of people have done this. It's and so it's funny. A, it's a beautiful song, and it's a great testament to the craft of songwriting. It had to happen. Thank you, thank you. I, I was not playing around. I, I, I was slightly worried this wasn't going to. Did you sweat a little bit? Well, knowing how much you like two of these three people, just like how much you you <laughs> idolize, <laughs> fantasize, and wish they could be yours for an evening. So this is Rufus Wainwright, Andrew Bird, and Chris Stills covering Neil Young's Harvest. This um, is from an upcoming album that is not yet out. I think it's coming out the day after our listeners will be hearing this. I believe Ooh. it comes out on June the 2nd. Uh, it's currently a single, uh, currently released as a single, but it will be coming out on the album Folkocracy, which is sort of a fun word to say, <laughs> uh, of Rufus Wainwright songs that he collaborated with other people on. I don't know if they're all covers, but I know... A lot of them are covers. Uh, this is so good. This though. is so wonderful. And you know who the third person is here? Andrew Bird, Rufus Wainwright, and Chris Stills. Chris Stills is the son of. I'll take a wild <laughs> guess. You will here. probably be correct. Famous band. Yes. 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 <laughs> son of Son of Stephen. Uh, <laughs> there's a great quote from uh, Rufus Wainwright who says, the music of Neil Young has been a part of my entire life. What has always drawn me to him are his lyrics. I think lyrics are often under, underrated in today's music. But then of course with Neil Young, you also get these absolutely iconic melodies and the sound quality of his albums is simply amazing. He's the full package. To record Harvest was a pure joy. I had never sung with Andrew or recorded with him playing the violin and he's so inherently musical that it feels so natural to sing such a, such a sophisticated song with him. And it was amazing to include my old friend Chris Stills on this track, who was probably fed Neil Young's voice with his mother's milk. That's a great Which I, I just love that. It's, and, and you can sort of picture it, you know, like mm-hmm. 
I don't know much about Chris Stills, but everything I've read about him makes me want to listen to more of him. He sounds like he sounds like he's got some serious. All three of them sound teams. like incredibly musical yeah. people. And you you hear Chris Stills' voice less on this track, but you can that harmony, that high yeah. harmony. It's like you can tell some somebody's got something going on. Yeah, the harmonies in that are some of the best ones that we've had in this playlist. I totally agree. And all three of their voices just are. And they're so distinct, too. They're, they're all fantastic singers. So I think that was the 10th song. I th- it was, but I also forgot to do something incredibly important. What did you forget? Just for that song. Ah. I, I had to do it. Frank needed to speak. Frank Frank spoke well on that one. I think we got 10 good songs, baby. We have 10 yep. great songs. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Phoebe. Thank you, Al. We've picked 10 songs, so we're going to compare our ballots. That we marked before the ceremony began. To see how we did. Player number one, who rotates each month, who in this case is Al, will ring the chime of Thelonious, the number of rings corresponding to my correct number of picks. Then Phoebe, who is player number two, will ring the chime in the same manner. Whoever has the most correct votes will then pick two songs. Either songs that didn't get picked already from this playlist or any song that they want. And the loser in the voting will select one of those two songs for the final pick. So in case of a tie, which happens often, we have a tiebreaker. This used to simply be called the possession arrow. But since I snagged a foul ball at a recent Richmond Flying Squirrels game. Yes, you did. We <laughs> And we then had that ball autographed by the team mascots. Now, Nutsy and Natasha's ball of squirrely confusion. will decide the voting process. So whoever holds said ball. Who's now Phoebe. Will thereby be pronounced the winner in case of a tie. And therefore, the Lord Protector of Frank. <laughs> A.K.A. the Primate of All-Star Supremacy. For the following month. So I think now I'm up with the chime. Eight. I got eight. Man, good for you. I I was I was surprised, but I'm happy I got eight. Good. Well, now it's my turn. Okay, here goes Phoebe. Oh, six? I'm slipping. <laughs> I thought you would do better than that. Oh, my goodness. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> I thought we might tie. I didn't think I would win. You have outright won this one. I I believe I have. Congratulations. So is the winner of this month's playlist and is the once again crowned Lord Protector of Frank. The two songs that I'm selecting for Phoebe to pick from are Earthquake by Tensi and Queen of the Surface Streets 
by Dvačka. This was a very hard choice for me. I love both of these, but you made the right choice. Yeah, I think I did. The title of the song is Queen of the Surface Streets by Devachka. Devachka is Russian for girl. It's from 2003's LP Una Volta. <laughs> Devachka was originally a backing band for burlesque shows. Diravontes. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Little Miss Sunshine? I have not. It's a great little movie. I've seen it, but I don't completely remember it. It's about a teen beauty pageant, or maybe not even a teen beauty pageant, but like a little miss beauty pageant. Mm -hmm. And like the little dorky nerd girl who has no possible way to be in a beauty pageant enters a beauty pageant and her family drives across country in a VW bus. Anyway, Devochka was picked by the directors mm -hmm. to do the soundtrack. Which, of that movie. Which is kind of perfect, right? <laughs> Two things I love about this, this song, several things I love about this song. The wonderful, playful goofiness, the video. Oh, there's actually, another fun video. There's actually yes. several really good videos for this <laughs> song. Uh, I will include what I consider the best in the show notes. And the fact that the bass is, in fact, a sousaphone. It's like the big thing with the bell on the top. I was going to ask, what even is a sousaphone? A sousaphone. Is that a real? It's a tuba, a word? but it's a marching band tuba. So a normal so tuba a is a is a big brass instrument that sits in your lap. Mm -hmm. The bell points toward the ceiling. A sousaphone was invented for marching bands because the bell points forward. So it's a big thing. And so you that thing wear is it. called a sousaphone. Yes. Wow. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that it was actually called a sousaphone. Mm -hmm. And and it's 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 a woman in a dress playing the sousaphone, and it's just wonderful. <laughs> it like makes me so happy. So it's basically four people. the The lead guy plays guitar and or ukulele and or other things. Violinist, drummer, sousaphonist. Some somewhere on one of their videos, they are. I I don't know who said this. I don't know where the quote is from. But the quote is that they play, quote, European-influenced sad bastard music. <laughs> That's kind of all I needed. What? But you know who Dvachka reminds me of? Who? The Morning Benders. Excuses. It was previously in the playlist why? several months ago. Like, tell me why. You listen to it, and especially with the video that you found for us, mm -hmm. it just makes you realize why you love music <laughs> it's so like i remember that song is so yeah. joyful and this is similar like yep. it's like it's got the same sort of like goofy let's let's make weird music together yeah. and have fun doing it it, it feels feel good i guess is the <laughs> word i'm looking yes. for here no it's this is a sweet sweet song i think and like yeah that that hadn't occurred to me because there's it's a different sort of feeling to the song, but mm -hmm. it's the same sort of joyous, let's make music and let's be See, goofballs together. And that right there is why I love doing this playlist and why I think we both love music. Yes, yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. That's very well said. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for listening. Both our Spotify playlist and our silly little podcast are updated and released around the first of each month. We're recorded monthly in the warm and cozy hug of the OML Studios in lovely downtown Manchester, Richmond, Virginia. If you enjoy our podcast, please both subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Reviews are a super helpful way for people who make podcasts to find new listeners. And please tell your friends. Nothing is better than good people talking to good people about music. And if you want to hear the music we're talking about, please subscribe and listen to our finished ordered playlist on Spotify by searching for In the Distance Oblivious. And visit our podcast home on the internet at itdo.name where you can find all the links to our playlist fun as well as videos of a lot of the songs that we've been talking about here. If you have questions or suggestions, please feel free to drop us an email at music at itdo.name. Thanks to Woodford Reserve Bourbon for helping recording this month. <laughs> Thanks to andrewhersey.com for artistic and other inspirations. Our theme music is from Red Eye by Ease Jamie Jams. The accordion music is by Andrew Huang. Another background music is always credited in our show notes. Thanks to Neutral Milk Hotel. Thanks to Fran. Thanks to Joe. And thanks, Frank. Please keep listening and tell your friends.